2: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to "Playing Dirty" sports scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This
0: season on Fox: Fast Animals, Slow Children. It's one more thing.
1: Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. I
0: think that was a joke from The Simpsons? Wasn't that it a was. joke from The Simpsons? But this this is actually real. Remember this
3: promo? I, I never watched the show. The most horrifying donkey attack ever caught on tape. That was when animals attack. Right. That was in the heyday of when Big Fox went with, like, super pandery shows, like when animals attack and celebrity boxing and stuff.
0: Well, that would... Uh, so, the world's most terrifying donkey attack caught on tape.
3: Yes. And- the most horrifying donkey attack horrifying. ever caught on tape. Yeah, not like a somewhat horrifying or one of your second or third most horrifying donkey attacks. They got the right there. They got the, the the all-time champ.
0: The most horrifying donkey attack.
3: Right. Take, There's a right.
0: top five. Take that other S and get it out of here. Your marginally
3: dangerous horrifying. donkey. Exactly. Somewhat horrifying donkey attacks. Who would watch that? I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's also when
0: they were doing the man versus beast, which I love. Oh, that,
3: that was, was so <laughs> crap horrific
0: Those were so funny. Didn't Michael
2: Phelps go against a shark, too? <laughs>
3: Yeah, that was that was more recent. But, uh, Katie, this was when you were but a wee girl. But, uh, yeah, Fox, Big Fox used to do some great idiotic pandering TV shows.
0: They had whoever was the current fastest runner
3: raced a giraffe,
0: I think, for yeah. inexplicable reasons.
3: And a guy, <laughs> what? what, did he wrestle a bear? Oh, he tried to out eat. It was a hot dog eating contest. Kobayashi. At the time, before Joey Chestnut, the top hot dog eater in the
0: world, Kobayashi tried to eat a plate of hot dogs faster than a bear.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And the bear just like, just went. This sounds like golden entertainment. Oh, it was. It was. It was terrible because they'd show like the only really good piece of footage to promote it. And at the beginning and over and over again, then you had to wait till the end of the show and sit through You know, just just stupidity. Well, and
0: the animals usually won, like, just very easily, as you would expect. There was some NFL lineman or some big tough guy who did a tug-of-war with an orangutan.
1: (laughs) Jeez, what?
3: I'd forgotten about that one. (laughs) Wow, this is good stuff. What a
0: stupid show. (laughs) I just remember the... You had the guy and the giraffe, and they released him, and the guys run as fast as he can, and the giraffe just disappears. <laughs> like,
3: what, what's but the point of this? <laughs> when Animals Attack was on for weeks, right? That was a that was a, a ongoing show, right?
0: That was the heyday of Fox. Bring that back. I think they just ran out of ideas.
3: And sometimes they'd have real footage, but because it, not everybody had a cell phone at that point, and ring cameras weren't omnipresent, it was a lot of reenactments. Very mm. disappointing. I don't care how good your reenactment is, it's not the same as actual footage.
1: A hey. hey. hey.
3: So we, That's right. <laughs> we've
0: got an animal-related clip here we're going to play, and then we're going to tell our own When Animals Attack stories. So first this. Do we need to set it up, Michael?
4: Yeah, this is a gentleman that just went out on his porch to get some pet food, and um, a unfortunately a rat jumps on his shirt sleeve, and here's how it sounded. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and you can hear his woman in the background what happened she's thinking oh my god he was stabbed or uh, uh, there's a pit bull hanging onto his windpipe or something no he's scared by a rat
0: <laughs> i would scream like that with a rat jumped on me and not like fear out of what it's going to feel like the or just something extra gross about a rat i would i would absolutely scream like that if a rat jumped on my arm oh
3: i don't, I don't think i'd it... scream that many times
0: though. <laughs> the thought of it grosses me out
3: oh yeah, yeah, it is. You're right. You do have a visceral reaction deep in your animal brain.
0: I was talking mm. about that. Somebody with mosquitoes. I, I assume that the reason we're so horrified by the buzzing of mosquito around is because they're so deadly.
3: Mm, yeah, well, there's no upside. <laughs> evolutionary
0: speaking, I think we're designed to like be scared of things that could kill us. Rats, they carry disease. That's got to be reason why we're so ooged out by rats, right? Or am I wrong? I think no. I think you're right. Yeah,
4: I'm. Yeah. I'm just ooged out by anything that flies. It's it's invasive, and I don't like it. I, I can't do butterflies either.
0: Really? What?
4: Really? She's gonna? Fl- oh, oh yeah. She's like the most popular animal on earth. My my husband, well, he was my fiance at the time. Should have broke it off then. No, I'm kidding. Took me to the <laughs> butterfly exhibit at the Academy of Sciences in San Francisco, I've and I magical. It is awesome. I almost passed out. I was cussing my head off, and there were a bunch of children in there. It oh. was, it was a mortifying experience. So
0: you've got some sort of uh, phobia or sensitivity to that in a way that most people don't. That's interesting.
4: Yeah, it's anything that flutters. They're like hell beasts. Flutters. I can't. Yeah, Mm-mm. anything that. Wow. So it's the fluttering. Mm. It. Yeah. It, ladybugs. I just don't want any of it near me. Wow. I don't know no, what it is.
3: This We really need to go deep, deep into your psyche. That's a dangerous place to were go. You, uh, <laughs> were
0: you attacked by a hummingbird as a child or anything like that?
4: No, I love hummingbirds. That doesn't, okay. Those don't bother They're me. They're
3: not fluttering. It's a I, fluttering.
4: I just, a ladybug pooped on me when I was in kindergarten. How did
3: you know? How much volume is involved?
4: It it wasn't very much, and I just remember being really, really grossed out. And how yeah.
0: did you know a ladybug pooped on you?
4: Because there was like a little turd on my hand. Ew!
0: Because yeah, there was
3: a ladybug and then a turd, and it grabbed. Question. And is the ladybug, I did the math. I'm on your side. Yeah. The
0: ladybug grabbed the newspaper.
3: honey <laughs>
0: <laughs> 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 Wow! Wow! Got out its little
4: smartphone. <laughs> right. The <a> little newspaper. <laughs>
3: You know, okay. speaking of uh, <laughs> speaking of being attacked by birds, I actually was as a kid, um, and and now I get it. Years and years later, the the humble American crow, which is a fascinating beast. I think at one point on the show, I vowed that someday I'm going to retire, and and, and my hobby is going to be studying crows because they have amazing memories. They they have uh, uh, community awareness and communication in a way that most birds don't. They warn each other of dangers. And, and I think that's year, it's 17 years. They can remember the face of someone who uh, who tried to do them harm for 17 years. Wow, Jeez. they hold a grudge. According to Crowologists. But, so there I was, a lad of only probably five, on the little back patio of the crappy, crappy apartment we lived in at the time. And uh, there was a crow... Uh, right next to it and i decided with my little five-year-old mind that i would throw something at it <laughs> and was, so was this a russell crow <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> all right i'm sorry wow 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 anyway um uh and and so i did and this crow far from being frightened thought you ain't so big and it flew directly at me Wow. Talons uh, flashing, and and I was uh, forced to dive for cover, scurried inside, and slammed shut the uh, glass door to our, our patio.
0: Having learned a lesson. Karma. This crow
3: was having none of that. Wow. And I hid inside for the next 17 years, knowing... <laughs> That crows are both vengeful (laughs) and skilled with memory. Looking at a calendar,
0: you thought, I'm in the clear, they don't remember me, and headed back. I turned 22, and I headed out.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Immediately met my wife. I didn't know crows were aggressive. (laughs) Where have you been all my life, she said to me. (laughs) Hiding from crows, I replied. With no
0: follow-up questions mysteriously, and you just moved on with your relationship.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Lord. Lord.
2: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to "Playing Dirty" sports scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Oh, which reminds me of one of my favorite jokes. The crows seem to be. F- I don't want to mess it up. The crows seem to be calling my name. Thought caw. <laughs> that is um, a terrible joke. I love oh, that joke. <laughs> um, oh, yes, boy. you had something to say, Katie. Before I get to my animal attack.
4: No, no, I didn't. After that, it's okay. gone.
0: Have you been ever attacked by an animal, Michael? Uh, no, never. Cougars, I know. Back in the day, when you're out and about, huh? <laughs> That's true. Um, Hello. <laughs> <clears throat> I didn't get attacked by a badger, but I very nearly did. So, growing up in Wisconsin, which is the uh, Gladys. I know badger. she ignored me.
4: No, we, we, no, Gladys was there yeah, for you. Yeah. Keep, oh, keep going with I'm your story, sorry. Jack. Don't worry about Gladys; she'll come. So i
0: grew, <laughs> I grew up in Wisconsin, which is the Badger State, don't you know? And uh, lived out in the country. And we were—I don't remember what we were doing, but we we're out. We we're going to crawl into a big culvert, one of those big round metal things that go under a gravel road. And uh, we would crawl into those things all the time. I don't know what we were doing—just looking for stuff or being kids or whatever. But anyway, and I'm sorry. Roughly what age? Um, Last week. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, 11, 12 something. Like that. Okay. Right. Back when and this seems crazy for my kids, I don't do this even though I don't agree with the philosophy. I would be gone all day long out in the middle of the country miles from home. All day yep. long me and my friends. My parents had no idea where they were where I was. Just, you know, come back in time for dinner. Doing all kinds of things, sometimes not even sometimes oftentimes very unwise things. Get home before the street light comes on. Yeah, exactly. Um, Anyway, so uh, we're going to crawl in this culvert and see what's in there. And all of a sudden, this, I assume, mother badger protecting young, or maybe not. I don't know. Maybe other badgers do this. But they're in the badger state where they actually have badgers. This thing stood up on its back legs and came running at me like (laughs) a person. Oh, I'm not going to sleep tonight. (laughs) I can still picture it. I was so frightened. Oh, I just stuck my head in there and it got up on its back legs like you and it made this sound ha! as it ran. <laughs> in, it's waving, its, it's, waving its scream like the guy with the rat. Ha! Oh, my God. That scared you. We screamed. Ha! We screamed. We ran out of there. I think we ran all the way home and I can still picture it. And it's 50 years ago, practically. Wow. Still Ooh. haunts you. Oh, my God. If I had gotten further into there where it could have, you know, felt like it actually had to protect its babies or something. Oh, oh it I
3: effed could, you up. Oh, I'd say. God, you'd still bear the scars. Oh yeah, Boy. oh jeez. Yeah, badgers are. If you've never like looked at a badger or 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 understood what it can do and how it does it, it's super strong. It's it's viciously protective and has the claws. Those claws could take both your eyes out with a single swipe.
0: Well, here's here's an example of stupid things I did as a kid, as and lots of people did. If you had the freedom to go around and be stupid. The modern world. We don't allow it. We put our kids in various camps uh, with adults, mostly uh, supervised,
3: time. and all of their activities carefully meted out by the professionals.
0: Signing like I did the other day, like a fifteen-page form with your phone number and backup phone numbers and the number for the doctor and all the medications. There. You're going to art camp. You're going to go in there for like an <laughs> hour and you're going to draw pictures. But this, you need all this stuff because of wow. lawyers and litigation and everything. Safetyism. Yeah, yep. it's just nuts. But anyway, oh, this was when I was. Younger, so I must have been like five or six because we lived in a crappy duplex in Hazel Green, Wisconsin. Anyway, I'd go out into the woods, and I had discovered that um, with my like uh, uh, windbreaker jacket, there was one particular tree I could crawl out on a branch, and I could hook the back of my windbreaker jacket onto this thing, and then I could hang there, floating (laughs) like I was flying like Superman. (laughs) Wow, cool. Way up in this tree. Oh. Uh, and it was just such a cool feeling to have my jacket hooked up there and nothing else attached. And I had my arms and legs out. <laughs> and I'm acting like Superman. And I did that and one day. And it had
3: the advantage of nothing could go wrong. <laughs> Yeah, in my six-year-old mind, nothing can go
0: wrong. So I'm hanging up there, and uh, I remember I did it. I don't know how many days in a row I did it, but I did it, and like that was so much fun. I'm going to go back and do it again the next day. And I went and did it, and this time, for whatever, the back of my windbreaker ripped out. And I just went crashing through all these branches down to the ground and hit the ground so hard. Oh. Oh, my God. Knocked the wind out of me. I'm crying. I'm a long way from home. I don't even think I told my parents about it. I just, you know. Got over it, went home, thought, I'm never going to do that again. I should have thought the branch could either break or my jacket could rip. And that was it.
3: Sadder but wiser. Yeah,
0: that was it. How'd you
3: rip your jacket, son?
0: And even even if I (laughs) had broken my arm, it's not the end of the world. uh,
3: Versus never do anything, anytime, everywhere, anywhere is the modern way. I, I wish I had it in front of me. It was such a revelation and, and, and so you know, energizing and sad at the same time that German insurance companies now are demanding that the playgrounds involve risk for the kids. Risk and reward and and maybe a little more than you can chew, as it were, because they've realized they have generations of kids who have no ability to figure out what their abilities are, where they end, how much risk to take on, that sort of thing. They've realized in Germany, as in the U.S., we've raised a a nation of veal calves. And the insurance companies are like, it's too expensive because people have no sense of their own limits. They're calling it risk competence. Yes, risk competence. That's right. That's really interesting. It is. We, You know, we talked about that on the show. We ought to bring that up again. It's so incredibly important.
0: We'll look back on this era and and wonder how people got as crazy as they did, including me.
3: I think so, yeah. Yeah. Other than that, bit by dogs twice, both German shepherds. First time, had it coming to me. Second time, not.
0: Yeah, the only time I've been bitten by a dog, I had it coming to me also. Dog was right. I was wrong. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Bit, well, it takes bit, takes a man to admit that. Bitten the ass by a house cat because cats are jerks. Wow,
0: a lot of cats are jerks.
4: Yes, they are, and they yeah. know that I don't fancy them, and I feel like they pick up that vibe, and I'm just we're not <laughs> on the same page.
0: Imagine if a cat had wings and could fly, the terror you'd be in. Oh,
3: all right. I would just die in my place. <laughs> and cats lower your tails. Nobody wants to see that. Eww, all right? Real. Enough said. Enough said. Well.
0: I guess that's it. (laughs) Yeah, feline balloon knot. Nobody
2: needs that.
1: (laughs) Feline balloon knot.
2: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever.